coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. All right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Rob Ganley. It's great to be here. Uh, really, I was just talking with my guest earlier. We, we really like doing these. They're, they're fun to do. Uh, it's always really informative. And I learn something amazing every time. And I've been doing it for 20 years. So I love it. And I have a guest with me today uh, that I can't wait to talk to. His name is Michael Wagner. Uh, he is the president of a brand called Pool Scouts. And they are also part of uh, a bigger brand company called Buzz Brands. And we'll talk a little bit about the connection there, just so it's clear for everybody. But we're going to talk about Pool Scouts today. And so it's great having you, Michael. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Rob. Looking forward to the conversation. And uh, what a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's great. Thank you for being here. Uh, so tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, how how did Pool Scouts come about? Uh, how do you serve folks? Uh, and a little bit about the connection uh, with with Buzz Brands. Great. Well, uh, Pool Scouts as a, as a brand was officially born in 2016 in January. Uh, we are, as you mentioned, part of Buzz Franchise Brands. And uh, Buzz Franchise Brands originally began in 2012 with beginning of a brand called Mosquito Joe, which some of you in the audience have probably heard of. It's uh, you know a, a business really that that started franchising in 2013 and grew robustly uh, for a period of you know, a long period of time until the uh, the brand was sold in 2018. Uh, Kevin Wilson is the founder and CEO of Buzz Franchise Brands and. Uh, fortunate uh, to have called Kevin uh, my friend for a long period of time and really have uh, met him back when both of our children, I'm going to age myself here, were uh, were two or three years old at a birthday party. They both since graduated from college. Um, but uh, just somebody that right out of the gate, I had a tremendous amount of uh, admiration and respect for, through entrepreneur, somebody that has done an incredible amount of uh, startups and, uh, you know, involved in investments in lots of businesses and a really solid background in franchising. And, um, you know, at the time I joined BFB, Buzz Franchise Brands in 2015, I was going through a transition and figuring out what I was going to do with the next stage in my life and had done some pretty entrepreneurial things and stayed in touch with Kevin and was given a great opportunity to come on board here to start the second brand of BFB, which was Pool Scouts. So the business itself, you know, I always like to say, well, it's not the super sexy business, but there are things to me that make it incredibly sexy. Number one, we know uh, what we do and what we do is residential cleaning and maintenance of swimming pools. Uh, so it's a very targeted approach to what the business is. The maintenance piece includes repair work kind of at the equipment pad is what we focus on. And then we know who our target customers are, which are residential pool owners. And that's kind of part of our special sauce is we know who those target customers are. And then we do a lot uh, as a brand and as a 
shared services group to help get the phone to ring to get customers in the door for our franchisees. So the, the notion of, you know, knowing who your target customers are and what you do, but also having this recurring revenue stream uh, from customers makes it to me a super sexy business because a lot of predictability and scalability that comes with it. Um, so, so that's what Pool Scouts does and, and who we are. We've, uh, we've been fortunate to be on a, a great run. You know, one of the crazy things about COVID was everybody was spending a lot more time and money on their homes than ever before. And that led to pool construction growth that had been unprecedented for the past few years. Uh, and that's fueled a lot of demand for our services around the country. And our brand has kind of uh, really been fortunate to ride that and, and grow substantially with our customer base across the country and now 18 different states and then lots of new great franchisees and great growth with our franchisees that had been into system system already. So that's a little bit about uh, about uh, Pool Scouts and Buzz Franchise Brands. We're fortunate to now count on four brands in the Buzz Franchise Brand suite, which include Pool Scouts, Home Clean Heroes, British Swim School, a brand that we acquired in 2019, and then a new brand uh, we've just launched called Grand Illuminations, which is a holiday lighting business. So really uh, fortunate to be part of uh, the group. And uh, we have a spectacular team of leaders and, and uh, so many unique uh, experiences and backgrounds in, on the leadership team and the team overall of 62 people that I, uh, I come to work excited to be here every single day and be excited to work with such a great, smart team of people. I, I like that last, second to last word, smart team, smart. I yes. mean, that, that, that real quick, I, I just I'll share a quick story. So when I asked someone a question, you know, what, and I'll probably ask you the same one later, but uh it's just, you know, give me a nugget of advice. Like when I'm build, building a company, uh, about building a company or launching a company. And he said, surround yourself with really smart people. Figure out what you're not good at. Go get the smartest people in the world. And that's and that's a great place to be. And you're saying, what a great team and, and admiring uh, that, that that you have them there for you. So that's that's awesome to hear. Um, and I, I thought I read somewhere uh, that the growth you were referring to is like 500% in pool construction growth. Like, in the last few years, what, what exactly is going on? Like why? Well, why you know, the, so yeah, pool construction across the country over the past two years has been about 24% per year. Yeah, historically, pool growth in the country, you know, save like boom markets where, you know, home construction, uh, high-end homes is going, you know, super gangbusters has between four and 6% across the country. And, and like I said, 24% of the past two years with markets like Florida and Texas, you know, uh, above 30% growth rates from pool construction. So it's just been crazy. The, the prices have gone way up to construct a pool. The demand and the wait lists continue, um, you know, despite the fact that money's more expensive and, you know, some challenges obviously have, have arose after, uh, over the past, I would say, six months, uh, seven months or so. Uh, so, but regardless, the, uh, the growth has been really, really material. I think the thing that makes me super excited is we're a premium service brand. We position ourselves accordingly. We're not the cheapest. We never will be. We're at the higher end on a pricing standpoint. And people are willing to pay for the value that we that we are offering. Customer acquisition has been off the charts across the country for us. Uh, so it's been a really good uh, leading indicators going into the next into this year and, and subsequent years that say, hey, there's a good environment to be in. And 
people are, yeah. are, are, you know, picking up what we're putting down, as I like to say. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love it. I, I mean, you said a couple of things earlier about, you know, having clarity around your target market and, and, and really knowing that, you know, it sounds to me like these are folks that want and need what you have. They want and need it all the time until they don't have a pool. And it's very clear what you do. And there's no real competition with them wanting to do it another way with them or themselves. Um, I, I love that idea. I see I quickly process as a marketer, like, wow, that's uh, that's really good. That's very clear. And and so the, it sounds like the market is growing. Uh, it's very clear who they are and, and easy to reach. There's probably more people looking for folks that do it well, like you. And I would guess in your market, is it more fragmented? Is there a lot of mom and pops out there or is it? <laughs> there what's, are. What's yeah. Like? Yeah, there are. You know, used to quote a stat. There were 57,000 pool companies in America. Um, actually, I think that number has dropped uh, substantially. You know, historically, this has been a mom and pop business, extremely fragmented around the country. Um, not the most professional you know, reputation as far as service industries go, like a lot of, you know, service industries or home service industries are. And so the opportunity for us to stand out as a premium brand and to provide a more professional approach to this is, uh, is really, you know, prominent. And we've been able to, to take advantage of it. Um, you know, I think there's so many, um, words that you think of with, with home services, businesses, and, you know, chucking a truck and lots of things like that, that really denote not necessarily the most professional approach to the business or the, the highest standards of performance and the standards for lots of things that we do. Not to mention even the branding opportunities, what we have for, you know, we've serviced over 11,200 customers last year across the country. So a lot of people know who we are and that brand recognition is really starting to uh, to take Take shape and 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 gain momentum across the country, um, oh, but yeah, you know we we use a, like many service businesses, we use an app promoter score across our franchise system, and that's a ranking all of our franchisees get. And I'm elated to say that we had an NPS of 80 system wide in 2022, which is you know a top what you would find in the best performing businesses across the country. Uh, so I think that more professional approach is appreciated by, uh, by the customer base that we built up. Yeah. Now I think there's a lot of wisdom in everything you're saying because the buyer, um, you know, and home services in general is pretty broad, but you know, the buyer, your buyer, I mean, they want predictability. They want, they want reliability, I should say. Um, and they just want to know everything's going to be taken care of for them. And, 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 you know, you're, you're, you're yeah, say the pool guy, right? The pool guy, I did the guy's always there. He's always polite. He always finishes. He always does what he says he's going to do. He always calls back. And, and that's really, it's not rocket science, but the thing that franchising brings to business is, is that systematic way of doing business. And it's sometimes small things that add up a lot of small things that add up to this big impact. And it's kind of like, you know, franchising started more on, probably on the food side of, of, of businesses and retail. And it was always that, that you kind of knew what you were going to get, right? And so it's yeah. like the same thing. And that's what you got to do with this. And, and and boy, the home services business really needs that because there's too many of the mom and pops that don't show up or follow through the way you would think they would. But anyway, that's, that's brilliant. So tell me a little bit about um, 
you know, so you're in, you're you're part of a of a of a, a larger a larger company. There's multiple brands. They seem to complement. I could right away just when you you said them earlier. Um, they seem to complement. Tell me a little bit about how you approach uh, the, the the franchise and how that interrelates the branding or the or the co- cooperation or, or how does that work? Yeah, we. I, you know, I mentioned earlier the team of 62 people that are on the Buzz Franchise Brands team, and those those uh, team members are made up of brand specific teams. So in the case of Pool Scouts. Uh, you know, I've got a, an unbelievable team of people that consist of director of marketing, you know, marketing assistant, a director of operations, franchise business coaches. And then I also have a team of technical experts on the pool side of the business. And so they're really providing hands-on training and support just in time training for our franchisees when they come up to a difficult pool situation, et cetera. Uh, so each brand team has their own leadership and, and group like that. And then we have a team of shared services folks that work across our brands and support all of our brands. And the, you know, the beauty and the synergy in that is that we're able to share best practices. In many cases, we're able to share vendor relationships. So we get some scale on that side and also really just benchmark across all four of our brands to make sure whatever's working, we replicate. And if something's not working, then we, you know, we don't do it. Uh, and if we want to test something, we're able to test things in, you know, in a particular brand. Uh, in two uh, of our brands, both Home Clean Heroes and Pool Scouts, actually three, and now also uh, Grand Illuminations, we run local operations businesses. So they're like the home franchise location, uh, which really gives us an opportunity to walk the top, to test market, test products, test you know, operational excellence type things that we would want to roll out to our franchise system. But it also is really a proving ground and ability to demonstrate our economic models associated with each one of our franchisees. So on the shared services team, we've got a lot of folks that are involved in marketing. And then we have shared services that include things like training and human resources and finance, et cetera, that support the overall company. But I always like to describe, and when we have people come here for Meet the Team Day, it's like we have an agency almost, like a marketing agency that does a ton. We don't come up with just the creative pithy sayings for our franchisees or brands, but we actually do a ton of work that gets the phone to ring across all of our brands for the franchisees. That's really a core competency. That's led by Angela Pulse, who's our uh, chief marketing officer, unbelievably smart person that's brought incredible uh, you know, scale to our overall BFB company started with Mosquito Joe in the very early stages of the business, helped build that business to 340 units across the country and just, you know, super bright mind and then supported by just a great group of people. And that, that group of people also includes some creative people. We have a videographer on staff. We've got an audio and video suite here that we use uh, locally oh, in our own building. We've got graphic artists. So it's, you know, it's really a, a full service agency that we back up our franchisees with uh, from. And, you know, we also do the, the support cost of different brands to be able to leverage that skill set as well. Yeah. Wow. So important. So important. That was, Thanks for sharing that. Uh, you know, probably one of the biggest gaps right now is, is that marketing and sales has become so technologically driven, right? And there's just so many, so much uh, noise in the marketplace in terms of where someone should focus themselves to grow a business, and to have a team that 
is intimately aware of exactly what your business is and is there for you. I mean, typically you would, if you're a business owner, you would hire an agency and then educate them on you and, and, and they would learn about you over time uh, versus, I mean, having almost, you're starting a local business and you have a fortune, almost like a fortune 500 marketing department there for you. So I think, you know, I've said it many times, I think franchisors in many cases are almost in that business now. Um, if you really want to help your franchisees, it's it's providing those services and those expert expertise and just you know giving them what they need when they need it. It's all about timing and, and priority and impact, but it, it's a hard game to play. So having that team in place is amazing. That, that is amazing. Um, so tell me a little bit about it. I thought I read somewhere your growth. Uh, last year, it's been trending upward, right? Per per in local markets, right? Local growth, and also you're adding, you're growing more units, you're bringing more owners in, which is really what brands want to do, and it helps everybody. The, the stronger the brand grows, the st- it helps everybody in the brand, right? Now tell me a little yeah, bit about yeah. this recent sure. growth. I mean, how do you do that? How do you do both? I guess is maybe the question. You know, how do you do both well and how do they Yeah, really- you know, I think it, it's really two sides of the equation, uh, Rob. You know, I think our operations teams and, and brand teams really, our job is to support franchisees in, you know, getting them onboarded, getting them trained, getting them launched, and then helping them grow and grow to the right metrics and the right unit economic model that we have built out. Uh, so, and, and when that happens, and we're also combining that with the, the expertise and the execution of the marketing that we do for them, you know, we have a lot of input into how they're growing their business. And then obviously looking at the financial results associated with it on a regular basis. So, you know, as an example, we grew last year as a brand, uh, our system-wide revenue grew at 68% uh, over the year prior. So, you know, that was a combination of we did launch 17 new franchisees last year, which is huge growth. But, you know, in the first year, they're not generating a ton of revenue in their first year because they're getting started at different times during the year. And there's some seasonality in some cases to the business as well. But getting them launched and getting them established and then kind of getting a foothold into the next year and the growth that we've seen uh, has been, you know, super successful. We saw tremendous growth from existing franchisees. As a matter of fact, our most mature franchisee, uh, which is in Raleigh, North Carolina, that uh, started in late 2016, a two-territory mm-hmm. business there, you know, serviced over 1,100 customers in the Raleigh-Durham area, grew her business at about 46% over 2021 in you know her sixth year of business really which is just unbelievable to see that kind of growth we saw a lot of really a substantial growth from existing mature franchisees and that's a result of growing the customer base but also growing rob what i call the share of the wallet you know so getting more services per customer and more revenue per customer across the franchise system and we did that that was huge for us you know we averaged $1,300, $1,300, a little bit over $1,300 per customer last year across the entire franchise system. Yeah. And that was despite the fact that 52% of the customers we serviced last year were brand new to pool scouts. 
that had never been serviced before. So we grew, despite the fact we grew so many new customers, we grew the amount of money we got per customer and the amount of services. We averaged 18 services per customer across the entire franchise system, up from 16 the year prior. So, you know, those two things, I think, really drove the, the revenue, system-wide revenue growth, and then launching 17 new franchisees is a big deal for the future, including 2023 and 24, et cetera, as we really see those businesses scale, grow, and most of our franchisees purchase more than one territory. So they open that first territory in the first year, and then 12 months later or so, they open up the next territory. So while it's not the same startup costs and the startup of the business, you know, there's material growth and expansion that happens after they get established in that first year or two as well. So we're really poised for substantial growth, not only in 23, but for many years to come. And then we all couple that with adding more franchisees to the system. So we added 12 in 2022, and our expectations are that we'll add between 18 and 24 new franchisees in 2023 as well. So all those things combined to, you know, indicate a really healthy growth pattern going forward uh, and, and really substantial name recognition and brand recognition for the brand across the country. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. I, when I think of growing businesses, I, I, I think of you're mentioning some things that often are missed, right? Especially if you're you're off doing business on your own and it's like, if you want to grow, you can get more clients, you can get them to stay longer, you can get them to buy more from you, right? Or, or refer business to you. And they're like the four ways. And normally it's the first one, like get more clients, get more clients, get more clients. And, you know, it's it, it's an amazing opportunity. You have a residual model, but you have a multi-dimensional or multi-services model. Sounds like you're always innovating around that, which is so important, that share of the wallet and share of spend and the repeat nature of the business. I mean, that is, and then of course you're professional. And you do a good job, so you get the referrals and, and the neighbors and, and whoever else. So, I mean, I'm just saying it's a good business, right? <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm trying to is. find a weakness. I'm trying to find a weakness here. Um, no, no. Well, there's challenges like with any business and, you know, there's no mystery yeah. in what the challenges are in our type of business and yeah, in right. the environment that we've been in. You know, um, some macro challenges have just been, you know, people hiring and, and retaining good technicians to go out there and clean and service pools around the country. That's That has certainly been a mature, material challenge for, for our franchisees uh, across the country. The costs of the products that we use to clean and maintain and repair swimming pools have gone up materially. So we've had to pass on all of those increases and our costs of goods sold to our customers across the country. Fuel costs, you know, fuel costs were something that I think when our franchisees did their budgets at the end of 2021, you know, gas across the country was what, a little bit under $3 a gallon, and it got Crazy, up to yeah. $4 a gallon. And so right. that line item in their, in their budgets was, uh, was off target. Um, but I do, I do think we're seeing some, uh, some relief on, on many of those things that indicate they won't be the same level of challenge for 2023 as they were in 22. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think they'll be alleviate, alleviated completely. Um, yeah. But I think we've also made a lot of adjustments to try and accommodate that, especially through pricing across the country. But yeah, yeah lots of challenges, people and stuff, as I called it during our convention. 
Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that we started, we're starting to see some improvements on that side of the things. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. as far as demand for our services and customer acquisition, those have been, you know, uh, off the charts, which has been great. Yeah. No, no. Look, I, I love that you're like business is business. It's challenging to start a business, but everything a franchise or run a business too, but everything a franchise brand offers is the hedge against not only give you the unfair advantages and, and, and the economies of scale, but provide hedges, right? So if you do all these things really well, when price goes up, gas goes up, you know, it's, it doesn't impact you as much because you're doing all these things the right way. You know, you're getting more share of the wallet, you're getting more referrals, you're getting, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, right. So again, that does hedge against those other things that you can't always control, right? And being part of a brand and a network where we're all working together is something that I know helps. And, and I like to point out on these on these conversations because it is unique compared to other business models. Um, so tell me, you know, real quick, um, with marketing, I always like to talk about, is, is there anything you're seeing? It sounds like you, you guys are good at you said it like making the phone ring, right? Isn't that like all the noise between they don't know you to the phone rings is like for most business owners, it's difficult to dive in that those rabbit holes. Right. But really what they need is let me get it from the phone call and I'll do my thing. That's, you know, that I've got this great service to provide. So how, how is there something you can point to that helps do that? Is there a technology you guys have come across recently? Yeah. That you really just love. I mean, anything you can share. Yeah, we do. We use what we call the three-legged stool when it comes to marketing, um, and I think it's uh, it works. You know, I, I mentioned it earlier, but it's really important, Rob, to to that we know who our target customer is. And so many businesses have such a shotgun approach to you know their who they're who they're trying to target, and we're really a rifle. Um, so we use three leg, you know, the three-legged stool. The first uh, leg of that stool is is direct mail. And so we target specific households with single family homes and residential pools uh, and, and, you know, and direct mail to those people about our services. Not only is a spectacular second leading acquisition source for our franchise system from a customer perspective, it's also the most targeted branding thing we can do, branded thing that we can do by, you know, alerting to our customers to pool scouts across the, mm -hmm. across the country. Uh, the second thing we do is is really focused on the digital marketing side, which is our leading source of customer acquisition. And that's really uh, SEO, search engine optimization, which we do in-house with our team of experts here at Buzz Franchise Brands. Um, so that's what we call the organic side of things. And then we have the paid side of digital, which we help the franchisees manage through dedicated campaigns with, with folks that we partner with uh, from a vendor perspective. All of that in both cases, we provide all the data points associated with the, the response rates and, and everything for our franchisees and help them determine and understand what their ROI is on, the, on those mm -hmm. types of campaigns. So that's very valuable in addition to handling the website build and the standardization of all those things um, for them. And then the third leg of the stool is the community-oriented marketing. And so... You know, our business, like I mentioned, a franchisee or even our local business here that services over a thousand customers, that's a lot of customer relationships. That is a lot of innate community involvement by servicing so many different customers and really being known in the community. And so encouraging our franchisees to, to not be afraid to put themselves uh, uh, technically on a billboard, whatever that might mean, 
and be out there in their communities representing their business and then supporting them with any sort of creative uh, you know, content or, or campaigns that they need to convey that message. Uh, yeah. So really, you know, that's the kind of shaking hands and kissing babies side of being a business owner in the community. Uh, but we do a lot to support that and encourage that across the franchise system. And it becomes easier as the brand becomes more well-known, both locally and nationally. Uh, so there's a lot that goes on. We also do PR for the franchisees to get their faces on TV and get their faces in media that helps the, them tell the story of the brand and of them as business owners and franchisees. So really, that's uh, that's kind of the, the special sauce when it comes to Buzz franchise brands that we're really proud of. And that data-oriented approach of really measuring everything and you know, how, how many went out, what the number of calls were, what the number of digital responses were, what the conversion rates were, what the ROI is. We provide that transparently across all of our brands to our franchisees so that they understand what's working and how they're benchmarking against other franchisees and brands as well. So really, really, oh, uh, really cool thing. Yeah, no, that, that last part is definitely, I haven't heard that, the, 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 being able to see how you're comparing and I think that's a good, it's a good dynamic. It gets, you know, there's a lot of competitive folks out there. And uh, I know from the brands I've worked with, a lot of the franchisees, they like that. This is all in good fun, but they like to be, you know, that they're, they're ahead or, or competing well. So um, that's amazing. But, you know, you said, it, you said something about one of the legs I just love, uh, the, the community involvement and the fact that you're touching so many families. Um, <clears throat> you know, the idea of integrating your world with another complementary world right in in the business world uh is is done all the time right and one of the most famous stories of it is is bill gates with ibm and he he went to them and said i have this software you got to put it in your computers and we could we could be you know do this and he was smart he said i want to put it on other people's computers too <laughs> and so and they're like sure, it's all about hardware we're not worried about your software right but anyway that integration marketing idea i see it at, at your level where when you think about like what you do there's so many other home services that do complementary things. Why not complement? Like if I'm taking care of someone's yard and I don't do anything with pools, why wouldn't I complement and bundle like, you know, something that you're doing? I mean, there's just endless amounts of partnering you could do, right? If you're yeah. set up that way. And, and so that's brilliant that you're supporting. And I'm sure there's lots of other examples. I'm giving you just one sort of partnership. There's lots of community involvement and ways to, to market. But I think they're the ones that are are the ones that you can control as a franchisee. The Google stuff, which by the way, for, for what's so brilliant about your brand and your targeting is when you have a real clear target market like that and they're clear on what they're looking for, Google works better than anything. I mean, it really works good. It doesn't always work as easy. I mean, it's harder usually if it's yeah. not like that, right? So I could just say, I could see where that special sauce really works there too. So that was really interesting to hear. And and how that all kind of comes together, uh, very strategic. Um, so let, let me just wrap the, the 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 discussion up. I, I always like to end it with, you know, is there anything, um, you know, you get up every day, you told me you have a smart team and you really, you love what you do. Is there something that you kind of guide your your leadership by? Is there is there a principle that you, you always share with team members, especially if they're new? Is there anything you'd share with the audience that would maybe help them in their journey in business? You know, I it, one, I love franchising. I've, I've been involved in it now since 2015. And prior to that, I was kind of in the corporate world. We had 
you know, we had subsidiaries, multiple subsidiaries and a couple different businesses where, where they worked for us, you know, in the, in the sense that like they were wholly owned by where we were and you were kind of leading that side of things. And, and when you're leading franchisees, you were really the customer. I mean, there, there are customers rather. So, you know, we're, we're serving them um, as the leadership of, of the brand. And I really, you know, I think we have a franchise disclosure document and we're certainly very, um, you know, astute with making sure that our brand standards and the documents are followed and all the legal terms. But I think I like this term of the reasonable person, reasonable person standard. And I think really at the end of the day, now having been involved in this since 2015, you know, I think listening to the franchisees and really trying to understand the why and the what's going on with them in some cases in their personal lives to understand how that might impact their ability to, to run their franchise or their business and working with them to figure out creative solutions has been something like, you know, like I talk about that reasonable person standard. We're both in, in the, in the same, you know, cart, we're trying to, to help them and, and coach them to, to generate a and keep and grow a successful business because we win when they win ultimately. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, there's a lot of uh, listening that has to go on a lot of relationship building that has to go along uh, with this process. The relationship that uh, we are fortunate to have with our franchisees is it's a, it's a cool thing and uh, yeah. you get to know them personally and you understand, you know, a lot of things about them and, um, you know, I think yeah. sometimes you're the shoulder to cry on. Sometimes you're the, you know, you're patting them on the back and you're certainly at every opportunity celebrating successes with the franchisee. As a matter of yeah. fact, I'm leaving tomorrow to uh, to go to Scottsdale, Arizona with our, our million dollar club. We've got four members of our million dollar club and we're going to be celebrating at a resort in in Scottsdale and really, you know, just recognizing great performances of franchisees and then you know, sharing ideas and then taking those ideas and sharing them with other franchisees across the yeah. franchise system. And it's really about building that greater good with yeah. the uh, with the community of the brand uh, advocates and, and leaders, which are are the franchisees. And of course, we're involved in that. So really, that yeah. the thing I think that guides me is just, just uh, the reasonable person standard, but also just being as good as we can uh, about listening and understanding yeah. And really trying to build win-win solutions with with our partners and our customers, which are our franchisees. Yeah, win-win. Yeah, uh, it, it's uh, and listening is is key. But everything you were saying there just struck me. Um, we live in a world where, in typical business, you, you can get help, you can get a coach, you can get a mentor. Maybe you're paying. There's masterminds. There's 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 even franchises that that do that. They they put groups together for executives and. And when you're you were speaking, I don't think there's a business model in the world or a way in the world you can get that much support outside of having a job for a big company. <laughs> I mean, and still be a business owner. Like, I mean, it's amazing the interactivity and the support. And as you said, even get down to what's going on with you, you know, because really that is the driver, isn't it? Like, like what gets us up every day. It's usually the bigger picture things and personal things that affect us. And it's good to know that the brand is all there with you. You know, you're all in this and in together and everything you said earlier about the growth, it just doesn't happen when that doesn't happen. It starts with the listening. It starts with the interaction and the relationship building. That's pretty cool. So anyway, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. 
Uh, so it's great to have you on the show today. Uh, I do appreciate you and I uh, hope to have you back again uh, soon, Michael. Is there a uh, is there a website you could share with the audience so they know where to kind of go and learn more? Yeah, PoolScoutsFranchising.com is uh, one of the areas to learn more about our franchise opportunity. Uh, certainly PoolScouts.com would obviously be, uh, you know, you have a, an opportunity to look for local locations around the country. We're in 18 different states uh, with 49 franchisees around the country. So that would be where a place to find uh, more information. Um, you know, we're we're humble, uh, but super excited and, and fired up about the, the future of our business. Rob, I can't thank you about enough for the opportunity to, to share the story with uh, with you and with your audience. And, uh, you know, on behalf of Buzz Franchise Brands, we really appreciate your support. Uh, we'd love to have you have your 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 group back. There's a lot to talk about over there. So that's that's pretty cool. Anyway, thank you. I want to thank my audience too for tuning in today and bye for now. <laughs>